0: what's all the buzz about consciousness it's the conscious conversations the deep conversations it's the conversations that happen in our alignment the conscious buzz podcast your safe space for all things spiritual and living in alignment Welcome to the Conscious Buzz podcast, a safe space where we talk about the abundance of spiritual topics and how to practice living your life in alignment. I'm your host, B. Thank you so much for buzzing in. Now, let's immerse ourselves into this vortex of knowledge. Hey guys, and thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys being here. Welcome to the Conscious Buzz Podcast. This is episode one. And today I just wanted to come on here and give you a little bit of a rundown on who I am, what this podcast is going to be about, and what you guys can expect. A little bit about me is I am 23 years old, I am a Pisces and I grew up in a dominantly spiritual household. Now, what I mean by that is we didn't really practice any one sort of religion or one sort of practice. My mom was very in tune with all things earth and energy, so that's kind of more along the lines of what my childhood was like. We focused on a lot of elements in the earth. So as a child, I learned meditation. Instead of timeout time, we would have meditation time or breathing. So I learned breath work at a very young age. Another thing was my mom was very in tune with the earth. She always had plants and herbs. So a lot of herbalism. My mom has made household cleaning products since I was a child. She even went as far as making soaps and shampoos, but she found a local vendor at one of our farmer's markets that she chooses to go with instead. I'll actually get that information For any of you guys, if you guys want to know what type of shampoo and conditioner that she uses, because it's no waste, it's like a shampoo bar, but it's one hundred percent handmade and organic, and it's also a local business, and we love supporting local. Um, But yeah, so herbalism was definitely one of the top things in my house. My mom was always making different types of oil concoctions. She was always making different types of teas and elixirs and oh gosh, it was so much fun growing up because I would always get to introduce these things to my friends. Like, oh yeah, like good morning. Like the first thing we do is we take like a spoonful or a shot of apple or sorry, elderberry syrup and then like apple cider vinegar for our gut. And then, you know, lemon water with chia seeds. And these are just things that my mom would give to me and she'd be like, oh, like, I'm doing this. Like, if you want to have some, you can. She never forced it on me, but it was just kind of what well, we did in the household. So it was just second nature. Like, oh, mom's doing that. And it like, she's healthy and it's delicious. So why not? And so that was something that was really fun. I remember growing up as a child is my mom always having these amber bottles of different cleaners that she liked and she would just change out the nozzle for like easy pump nozzles or spray nozzles, but she would make these amazing type of cleaners that you didn't have any type of chemicals in it. It was completely all natural and it smelled amazing. Um... I normally just have her make it for me, but I should probably get the recipe because I know a lot of people have uh, cleaners that are vinegar-based, and whenever I am, I guess lazy, you can call it, or I don't want to go out and buy chemical cleaning products, but at the same time, I don't know or have all of the things that my mom uses in hers, so I'll do, like, vinegar and a little bit of essential oil, and even though I know a lot of people don't like the smell of vinegar. But if you just get over it for just a few minutes after you spray it, it'll evaporate and it won't smell as bad. Maybe add some essential oils. But yes, so in my household, herbalism, breath work, uh, meditation and mind-body connection is something my mom always talked about. We had tons of spiritual friends that each had their own path or their own journey in what they were mostly dominant in or what they had the most knowledge on so growing up if I ever had questions about something that maybe my mom wasn't super well-rounded on I did have somebody in the family who was able to help aid in those questions that I had. So it was really, really awesome growing up because I had a variety of open-minded people that I was surrounded by. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to make this podcast was because I have so much knowledge that I have absorbed over the years in my childhood and growing up. And There's so many topics out there. There's so many different ways and techniques to help you on this human existence that we are all enduring together. And I want to be able to share my point of view with you guys. I want to be able to talk about this and have a deep conversation and be able to go out on tangents, like real conversations is what I'm looking for. And on my platforms, I try and show up as authentically as I can But there's only so much personality that you can put online with the amount of time that they give you. And let's say I'm going into a topic. I can't just let it roll off my tongue and speak from my soul and speak in alignment because it may only be like a three-minute video. And that's the, the max amount that I can. Or it's a story and I can only put like maybe a minute-long conversation on there unless I'm recording multiple parts. Therefore, I have to stop and lose my train of thought. So that's why I am here creating this Conscious Buzz podcast because I have a ton of things I want to talk to you guys about. I want to hear what you guys want to know and see if I have any perspective on it that I can offer to you guys. I really want to create a community of like-minded and spiritual people. So thank you so much for being here and welcome to episode one. So now that we did a little bit about my home life, I'm gonna talk about my life up to this point right now. So up to this point right now, I have received my AA degree and I'm currently working on my bachelor's of business. I originally started my AA with the intentions of going into nursing school and going and becoming a travel nurse and doing that route. But when the year of the pandemic hit, I was just finishing my AA and finished all my prerequisites so that I could start my nursing school. But when the pandemic hit, they were no longer accepting students um, or new students into the program because clinicals were already cut back. They were only allowed to have a certain amount of students per classroom, per hospital or lab setting due to the COVID-19 restrictions. So because of that, I had a deal with how I was getting my living taken care of. And that was, if I was in school, it would be taken care of. So with that scholarship being set in place, I had to essentially figure out how am I going to, or what am I going to do? Um, since my nursing school isn't accepting new people and I finished all of my prerequisites and I finished my my AA degree. And now the only thing left is to start moving forward with my nursing stuff. But weren't doing that. So I was like, oh gosh, okay, so what am I going to do? I didn't know, I didn't want to start like another bachelor's degree or a degree in something else because I thought that medical was it for me. I thought I was going to become a nurse, become a travel nurse, and then I'd figure out the rest from there because I would be living my life, traveling, and working in the medical field with a consistent form of income. And because of COVID-19 everything changed and I obviously needed to keep my housing intact so I had to figure out another path and thankfully I have those scholarships so even though it may not have been in the direction of nursing why not just do something for fun you know like why not do another type of degree so at the time I was looking towards what degree but another medical program at the same exact time was accepting students or something happened and the students that were going to go, some of them opted to not continue with school because of COVID. So they were like, nope, I don't want to continue going, da-da-da-da-da. You know, they were scared and I totally understand, especially in the heat of the time it was the summertime of the pandemic. So things were very, very intense and people were very much so on edge. And because of that, I got lucky enough to be able to have the opportunity to go into a phlebotomy course and this course was only two months which is awesome because at the end of that two months I would be a certified phlebotomist and I would be able to start working right away. Um, And that sounded absolutely fantastic to me because this was summertime. Normally, I didn't do summertime courses. So I was like, okay, awesome. I could be a phlebotomist, get a job in a hospital, get my hospital experience while I'm doing nursing school and still have a job in the medical field so that once I finished nursing, I would be able to just hop right in because I already have my foot in the door from being a phlebotomist for so long. Well, long story short, um, I did not want to continue going into nursing school, but before I get to that point, how did I get to that conclusion after phlebotomy? Well, after phlebotomy, the pandemic was still going on. There was no site of nursing school opening up for me, and so I was like, okay, well, let me just I guess, get a job as a phlebotomist. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Um, And just ride it out and maybe start a different degree in something else like art or writing or business. I did end up going and I'm working on my bachelor's of business that was my train of thought I was like oh gosh like what am I gonna do so I did my clinicals at a hospital here locally in Florida where I'm at and then from there I realized oh my gosh I do not want to work in a hospital as a newbie I just felt very anxious a lot of energies didn't feel super confident in my skills as a phlebotomist yet just not where I wanted to be so I ended up getting a job at Quest um and then I was there for two weeks (laughs) I couldn't do it longer than two weeks. They were having me do front desk check-in and that was not where I wanted to be. So because of that, I started... Complaining to my coworkers, not complaining, but just letting them know that I am not where I want to be. This is where I want to be. And I started talking to her about wanting to be a traveling phlebotomist. I know it exists. Like maybe I want to do travel phlebotomy because I just found out that, like my dream for being a travel nurse, they had travel phlebotomy the same way. I was like, oh, I just want to do travel phlebotomy. I do not want to sit in this lab and come to the same exact spot every single day. My soul could not handle it. (laughs) So um, I was talking to my coworker, venting about it. And she had an amazing connection and connected me with someone who helped me get the job that I currently still hold today, which is a mobile phlebotomy job. I've been a mobile phlebotomist for about two years now. I love it. I just drive to people's houses. I drive to nursing homes. I drive to facilities and I do blood work for the elderly. And Last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago now, I just finished getting my national certification for phlebotomy. I already had my regular certification, but I wanted to get my nationals because now that I've been a mobile phlebotomist for two years, I feel very confident in my knowledge and my skills. I think I'm ready to step forward on that dream of being a travel phlebotomist. So I renewed my BLS, my basic life support uh, certification and I also just receive my nationals. Now that I have that, I'm currently working on manifesting something new, but at this point in time, I'm still at my mobile phlebotomy job. I do work walking dogs as like a little side hustle for a super cute business here where I'm living, and that is awesome because I work my mobile medical job from about 4 a.m. until like I guess I get home and I'm done around like anywhere between 10 and 12. So some afternoons I will pick up some extra dog shifts, but that is enough about my education life. Thank you for listening to all of that. I just wanted to give you a little background information on that. Oh, and going back to why I don't want to continue doing nursing school, because I work with a bunch of nurses now. I work with CNAs, and I am working in these facilities, going to homes, and talking to these nurses. And a lot of them are like, "Oh, like, how do you like your job? What do you do? What does it entail?" And I'll give them a little gist. And I've literally had like people who are nurses or CNAs want to come work my job, and I've trained a few of them, and they love it. Uh, just because me personally. Shout out to the ones who do it. Absolutely no hate. Nothing but praise to you guys. But I personally don't feel like I like cleaning people. I don't like changing them or bathing them or taking care of them at to that extent. I know that it's needed and I know that it is an amazing asset for so many people, but it's just not my cup of tea and I'm so thankful that I got to realize that before going into school for four years and then becoming a nurse and being like, ooh. I liked being a phlebotomist way more. So I'm really thankful for this. I really am so excited for these new opportunities, and I'm so glad that everything happened the way that it did. All of these little detours that caused me the most amount of anxiety and stress in the time has actually panned out to be the best possible timeline for me. Okay. So. Now I'm going to kind of get into what this podcast is to be about. I already told you about my spiritual upbringing and why I wanted to make this podcast, but essentially this is going to be a safe space for all topics. Some of the topics that you guys can expect to hear about, we've already talked about some, herbalism and meditation and breath work are some of the main ones that are present in my everyday life and something that is very apparent and important in my practice personally. And so I feel I have a lot of information and different ways to approach all of those different topics. Another one is I'm currently in training to become a yoga teacher um so I am going to definitely be speaking about yoga and yoga is more than just moving. It is literally a lifestyle. So there's an abundance of topics underneath the topic of yoga. So I definitely know that I will be getting into all of those and talking with you guys about those. I'm very excited for those to come in the future. But after my intro podcast, now that you guys have gotten to know me a little bit more, the main topics that I think I'm going to be talking about are whatever my hyper fixation is at that time. Now, let me explain that. Let's get into that one. <laughs> so I my whole life being in a spiritual family, if I ever wanted to know something like a definition to a word, something simple, like just a definition, my mom says a big word and I'm like, Hey, what does that word mean? Even though Google was on the rise in my childhood, she would be like, here's a dictionary or go find a dictionary. And she would make me look up the definition. And I'm not just talking like if I said something and she'd be like, what does that word mean? And I'd be like, Oh, I, it means this. And she'll be like, close go look it up so like if I said a word and I thought I knew what it meant but I didn't I'd have to go look it up and explain it to her so growing up books were a huge part of my life dictionaries were to be specific were a key point like there was one in the bathroom there's one in the bedroom my mom had one in my backpack at my desk at school in the car like if I needed to look up a word there had to be a dictionary somewhere close by for my mom to make me look it up um And then another thing was, is my mom didn't believe in a lot of technology. If I'm being quite honest, you can ask any of my childhood friends. I was grounded, but not like grounded. Like it would be like, no device time or like no we're staying in and we're like taking time for ourselves or it's this this phase of the month or the moon or whatever it was and we need to go inward and rest and relax and those were things that at the time she explained them to me but I didn't fully understand and I'm super glad now that I can go and talk to her about those things and share new knowledge that I've discovered and because of that um, those times where we would go inward, I would read books or I would research something. There was always documentaries playing. My dad loves listening to ancient aliens and that type of genre. And then my mom, her, she listens to everything from spiritual to herbalism to meditation. She's into all of those. So lots of learning documentaries were constantly being played in my house. Not so much shows and movies, documentaries. So, as a child, I'm constantly absorbing all of this wacky, crazy information. And if I wanted to learn something about it, and if my aunt and uncles didn't know how to help me, or they didn't have enough knowledge on it, they would tell me to research. They'd be like, go get a book. Or, hey, I have a book on it that I haven't read, and it's all about what you're asking about, but... I can't give you the rundown of it and Google wasn't super prevalent at the time therefore I couldn't do my research there and so I turned to books and that has carried throughout my life I've fallen off my book reading trend I didn't read them for a couple years in college because I was adjusting to living away from home um and it was just a completely different time in my life. But I'm super thankful to say the past two years, I have gotten back into my reading regular books and or a bunch of books on the regular. And I will hyper fixate about something. So I don't really like reading books about stories. I don't really like reading books about, I don't know, I don't know if it's called like fiction or nonfiction. I should look that up. Hold on. Okay, so I looked up Nonfiction and fiction, and I prefer reading nonfiction books. I don't really like reading books that have a plot and setting and characters created from the imagination. I mean, I like doing that in a different setting, but as for reading books, um, fiction is not my genre or not my type of book. Um, So I have recently been getting into all about the women stepping into my divine feminine, learning about sinking my cycle. And for the past month or so, I've been reading about three books specifically. Um, all about women's health, women's cycle, lunar cycles, and how they match with the periods and things of that nature. So right now, one of my hyper fixations is all the things about the woman body, all of the things about our energy, and really understanding the balance of the feminine as well as the masculine. But I feel like as women, we have not been fully or properly educated on all of the things that our body goes through on a week-to-week basis and, or even just like on a monthly basis. And so I was like, I want to learn everything that there is to learn about my body and what it's capable of and what it means so that I can help myself ease whatever I'm going through as well as easing the other women around me. So currently, my hyperfixations are cycle syncing and herbalism and yoga. So those are kind of the three main topics in my life. I'm, like I said, working to become a yoga teacher. I, After working to become a yoga teacher, I'm going to do an herbalism course, maybe even shadow under a few mentors in herbalism, and then just being a female, and the female anatomy, and what's going on. And I think it's crazy that mentally, spiritually, I have been preparing as a woman to share and educate other women on their bodies, and what we're capable of. And then, I'm sure you've heard what was overturned. So, I'm super thankful that I have all of these sources of knowledge that are going to be great educational talking points for women so yeah my next few podcasts I think I'm going to be talking about just the brief introduction on like cycle syncing and understanding that and understanding why it's so important important and then as well as syncing your cycle with the moon and why that also is important aside from my cycle syncing episode that I hope to put out very shortly for you guys. Um, I also plan on talking about earthing, rewiring your brain. I want to talk about the books that I'm reading because like I said, I read a good amount of them and there's always so much juicy information. So whenever I come across like a chapter or just a book in general that I want to talk about, I will definitely be doing some book reviews for you guys because I love them and maybe if it's something that you really like or something that you're looking to get some more information on maybe you will resonate or align with the book and you'll get it too. Disclaimer incoming real quick. Um, Something I definitely want to point out to you guys is I am a forever student and everything that you hear on this podcast everything that comes out of my mouth is going to be from my awareness it's going to be from my point of view and it's going to be my perspective and while it's totally okay if you don't align or resonate with everything I say um, something that I like to say is take what resonates and leave what doesn't but yeah I just wanted to give you guys that little disclaimer to let you know that everything that you guys hear take what resonates and leave what doesn't I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited for the birth of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here and really holding space for me while I do this first podcast intro. This is a manifestation in the works right now. You are listening to it. Tap that in. Put that in your vortex. Um, I really appreciate you guys again and I'm so excited for the next episode so stay tuned I cannot wait and share the heck out of this let your friends know send me messages comment I would love to hear if there's any specific questions you guys have or any topics you guys want me to cover I would love to hear your ideas your input your feedback it literally means the world to me so don't be shy don't be a stranger We are all one and I love you. Have a great rest of your day.